Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast where I talk to other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they show up in their real lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, and entrepreneur. I'm also the founder of Poppy. You can find more about me in today's show notes and also at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. Today's guest is Dino. Oh my goodness. Hey. (laughs) I am so like... You were my favorite bar three instructor. Ah, and also I love it. My, my sister who, and she's going to kill me for saying this on the podcast, but she knows, I know that she, it's true. So it'll be okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear like, her. She doesn't, I'm going to put her on blast right now. She does <laughs> not like to exercise, but she loves your class. She loves, and when you were. That's so um, nice. It's amazing. And when you were on Instagram and you started during, and we'll get into this, my sister, like, I just have to give you a love note up top of this podcast and everyone that's listening. Dino has just the most incredibly inspiring and uplifting community. And Dino, I'm going to let you tell everyone what you do and how you serve the world because you just have such a special place in my heart and (sighs) in my family's heart and I'm so grateful for you coming on I well first of all that's the nicest thing that anyone's ever said about me before so um I just want to say I humbly appreciate that because I mean yeah I don't know you basically started my story um by saying that I used to teach bar three and like I got my start in fitness, like fast forward my whole life. I'm the son of like two Italian immigrants um, who are always like, don't go to school and don't do work on your feet because eventually (laughs) you can't work like you used to and whatever. And lo and behold, here I am. I teach fitness. Um, so I'm was I'm 41 today, and when I was like 34, my friend Shane, who teaches Salt Drop with me now, we went to Palm Springs for Coachella, and I was like not into going to the desert to see music, so I stayed home. Um, and she was doing a workout with an orange ball between her legs, and I with a laptop, and I was like, that's weird. I was doing like P90X at the time, <laughs> and she was doing bar three. So you know, short of it is. I went to a free class that they were holding in the city in Midtown at a dance studio. It was all underground. In fact, it was called Bar 3 Underground. Um, and I loved it. And because um, it was like felt familiar to me, you know, that was like a mode of moving my body that felt familiar. And, you know, I love music. It was like beat driven. And I, my, I was brand new to group fitness, beat driven class. I was like sold, sold, sold. Um, I went on to, uh, run their most successful studio. I was in a bunch of online workouts and then eventually it was either going to sign my life over to them or do my own thing. And because of that experience, I had enough wherewithal. I ran a business. I was good at teaching. Um, so I started salt drop. So Salt Drop is like, I started it in October of 2019 and, um, it's just this badass beat driven, so fun, um, not taken too seriously, just movement class. We are inspired by all of it. You know, I'm inspired by bar and yoga and Pilates and like 
all other kinds of movement and I, we jump around and sometimes we do jumping jacks. It's just really good time. And, um, the vibe of it is that we're just there to extract joy from movement. So getting back to your question about how I serve, um, that's how I serve. I lead an experience that's about finding joy. Um, you know, another piece of my story is my brother is disabled. And so I'm always like, never take for granted and not even like a, you know, corny ass way. Sorry. I don't know. We didn't do ground rules if I'm allowed to swear, but like not a corny ass way. Yeah. Like we just don't take for granted. We can move. And sometimes our shit's fucked up and we have to like modify and we're good with modifying because we're not there to modify just to say, Hey, we showed up. We're like, we're modifying for, cause we, are building a more deeper, more intimate relationship with our bodies and we're having fun while we're doing it. So that's my answer. (laughs) I love that. And I love that about your class and I, and I have a number of injuries and I, I remember being in one of your classes, and you're like, I'm modifying, I'm doing this. And I think that it's really important when we are learning. I want to say that it's learning when we are yeah. learning and we're moving and we're going through the motions of movement in our body to be able to have that permission to be able to modify and not say that it's wrong or you're cheating or like all these other negative languages that happen inside fitness classes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been so many classes. I mean, I've even watched people and because, you know, my I'm sure like yours is in some ways, like we have our, the things that we love, the niche audiences that we attach to on our Instagram feed, for example, and mine's filled with fitness folks. And I remember one time and I'm never going to shit on somebody and like call them out. But like, I remember an instructor saying, you know, I get the results that I get because I never skip a rep. So that's the lesson. Like you want to look like me, don't skip a rep. And I was like, I hate to do this, but I had to swiftly unfollow because I'm like, I'm the opposite of that if in my heart and soul. I just don't, I don't jive with that at all. Yeah. I want to work hard. Yeah. I know. Like we all want to, we all want to like have a great looking ass, whatever that looks like to you. I don't care. But we also want to feel strong and like be able to get up out of bed. You know what I mean? Like you don't know that until you can't get out of bed because you hurt yourself, how important it is to be able to do that. And if you don't use it, you lose it. So um, yeah, we're there to have a good time learning the way you said that is so beautiful because yeah, there's an element of fun. There's also, we're teaching, you know, there's like some safety measures that we take when it comes to alignment, you know, we're present in the moment. And if anything, for a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, we get a chance to just like focus inward a little bit instead of on, on like our phone or our Slack or our whatever your life looks like, you know? I love that, Dino. This podcast is called Show Up Fully, and it's called Show Up Fully for a reason because it's a buzzword. It's a buzzword in wellness. It's a buzzword in fitness. It's a buzzword in spirituality. Like all over the place, we hear this. So I would love to know what showing up means to you. How does it happen in your business, your personal life, even your Instagram? Um, yeah. Um, for me, I think it always, and some of the stuff is also, you know, jargon. So forgive me, but I do really link up to the idea of authenticity. Um, because 
and I think for me, that's what showing up. If I take it like more macro view, um, showing up for me is just like the umbrella is authenticity. So it depends on like what's going on. Like with everyone else, um, there is a decision to be made about what, what and how you want to share. And, you know, for me, I wanted, and look, I don't always share absolutely every detail of my life. You know, like I'm seeing someone right now and I don't really share that on my Instagram because it's mine. Um, but I am willing to share other things about, you know, relatable struggles or relatable wins. Um, and you know, my audience, so funny because to me it's the opposite, but like in the world of Instagram, I'm like a micro anything. I have, you know, like less than 8,000 on my personal account, a little over 11,000 over on the salt drop. And like, to me, I'm like, that fills a fucking stadium full of people. Um, that's a lot. So I try to do it respectfully and responsibly. Um, but I share everything from like my cat to um, my uh, desire to want to move some days and my lack of desire to want to move other days. I really try to stay in my lane. So I'm um, only starting to talk about things like nutrition and, and stuff like that because of Hashimoto's. Um, so I'm happy to share like about my learning experience with that because i've learned a lot of people have autoimmune um issues over the course of the last few months um so yeah i mean i think that's what it is for me um is just that relatability that authenticity because quite frankly without that ingredient for me it's a pass also and i um i don't um, I don't feel like it's my responsibility as a fitness as, or as a leader or a teacher to always proselytize. That's why there's like, a, I inject the class with fun. Um, it's about all of it. Um, and so I just try to show up authentically in, in those, in those ways for the people who, I don't know, um, relate to me in some way, you know? I love that. Can I ask you about showing up in terms of politics in terms of oh, yeah. your I love activism in terms of things that you feel are important to share in the world? Yeah. As a marginalized individual, I think it's important to show up for, do the work for, and be um, open about um, all of it. So staying things even when they're not not having the fear not having like keeping the fear of um saying it wrong hold you back from saying something at all just and using the platform to um do things like as simple as it may be whether it be like spread awareness or raise some money or whatever there are a lot of resources out there for folks and um to to um begin to understand how to express these feelings and feel confident that they're doing it in a way that's respectful. Um, but yeah, I feel called to do that. I mean, look, as simple as like, I don't look like most of the other people in a group fitness class, at least the group fitness classes that I like, if you want to take it like real simple shit. Um, and that's something. Um, and then I take it like, and look a little bit deeper at that. And it's like, you could be 
feeling that way for so many particular reasons, right? It could be like your size, your color, your gender, your gender representation, like whatever it is, there's a lot of ways to feel othered. And so I feel like um, my part is in being open and honest, not shying away from those conversations. I worked for a company one time that decided that their position was not to take a position. And that was their position to stay quiet. And guess what? If you don't like it, don't let the first door, the second door, or the security laser hit you in the ass on the way out. I don't want you. You're not me. You're not meant for, I don't want your money. You know, like if there's, there's certain baseline things that I feel like, um, man, we have a responsibility. Um, Otherwise, you're just a sellout to my, to my mind, and I could, and I'm like, um, at like everybody else, I have strong opinions. I have a big mouth. I'm Italian. I speak loudly. I use my hands a lot. If you're watching this, um, and for me, it just that's another piece of it. Authentically showing up. I know people um, still to this day in other avenues of my life that decide to keep quiet because their role is like you know to project positivity. I'm like. I fell asleep, you know, while you were telling me that story. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so that's how I feel about that. Yeah. I love it, Dino. I think it's important to ask the follow-up question and this is equally as important as how you show up is what do you do when you don't want to show up? What happens? Um, I hide. Um, I'm, naturally introverted person. So these extroverted activities tend to exhaust me in a different way. Um, so I generally I hide and it works well for me and hide means like staying off of social media. Um, so I just posted this morning, I took the weekend off from posting kind of everywhere. I have these two accounts and sometimes I just like get me off of Instagram because I, I know it's a, big piece of what we do. I mean, look, it's how we met. Um, it's how we connect. So I'm grateful and appreciative of the opportunity to engage on that in that dialogue with people. And, but sometimes I'm like, I need a break. Cause I'll find myself like, I think so many of us like mindlessly scrolling. And I can remember in the beginning of the pandemic, when we were like sitting at home for the first time in a long time with a lot less movement in our bodies, like, I feel like my neck like I was feeling com- discomfort in my neck. Like I feel like my neck, you know, I changed the musculature of my neck because of how much I engage with my phone. So when I don't want to show up, I usually just disconnect. Um, yesterday I hung out with the guy that I'm seeing and we repotted the plants in my apartment and we drank wine from the bottle and watched some TV. And I, after we were done, I laid out every blanket that I own with a bunch of pillows. And I was, I, I didn't even answer text messages. It was like what I needed to recharge. And look, I woke up this morning, like rearing to go. I did a takeover on Instagram. I'm like, ask me your questions. Like I needed it. So, and it helps me to show up more authentically the next day as opposed to like forcing it, you know? So I retreat. I do. I get really quiet and internal. I love that. And I love that you have a digital business and essentially your digital business's home is Instagram. That's where you're connecting with your clients. And 
that even though this is the space where that happens, it's okay to be able to remove yourself from that and to take pause, to take a break, to be in your real life. And that's, I mean, let's just be honest here. Be in your real life where things are happening in person. And I think that often when, and I teach content creation, you know this, I just opened up a membership, but I teach intuitive and purpose-driven content to people because I want people, and I love that you said this, I love it so much because I want people to know that there is life off of, off of online. There is business that's happening off of online and that your business, I know that and I, I want to ask a follow-up question to this, is what was it like during the beginning of the pandemic? Because you were going live not nonstop, it felt like. Because like, I know because my kids were, I mean, you saw the pictures. My kids were bringing out yoga mats and they yeah. had their blocks and they were putting their butt cheeks in the air, like all the... <laughs> totally. Well, you know, I had no idea what we were doing in the beginning. I was like everybody else, but lucky, luckily enough for me, because Salt Drop was just me at the time, like how easy is it to pivot when it's just you? So I came home from a weekend... Um, and when I came back from that weekend in March, everything closed. So I got the email that my studio space had closed. Um, and where I was going to begin to start teaching in April of last year, they were closed. So I was like, well, I'm just going to start teaching on Instagram. And I did it donation based for months, months and months and months. Um, and during that time, we were just showing up. At first, the first two weeks, I was teaching two classes a day, which I quickly realized was not for my 40-year-old self. Um, so that's whenever the team kind of coalesced um, because I needed help. And quite honestly, everybody was doing really well just with the generosity of people donating. Well, enough to like keep us afloat as human beings, which is fantastic. And we were able to show up and, and offer classes for free for people who couldn't. Um, and that continued for, I mean, it has to say like four months or something like that. Um, and yeah, we were teaching like two classes a day for a long time. Then we opened, that was how I afforded to open up my digital studio was through generosity. Um, it's how I started my business. You know, my, I always take it back. You'll laugh at this story. My dad is a pizza man pizza maker. And, um, I grew up in a pizza shop. If Shane is listening to this, my best friend, Shane, she's going to laugh. Cause she's like, you always bring up the fact that you're the son of a pizza man. But I think it's a big part of the story. Um, my dad used to give away garlic knots and fried dough. Um, they would be on the countertop and he would give them away to like people when they would come in, they would come back and buy pizzas from him, you know, 15 pizzas for their uh, high school party on that Friday night or whatever, because they, he gave away garlic knots and fried dough. So in the beginning, and even now to me, classes are like garlic knots and fried dough almost every week, not every week, almost every week we do a free class. Um, people donate or not. Um, you know, sometimes like it'll be like a $5 donation for that class. Sometimes it'll be like a a little bit more, but there's a free class every week almost. And I feel like that's, um, how 
I created this business. It's how it started. And so it's just a fundamental piece of how it continued to go. Like why reinvent the wheel? It worked. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. That's my that's my thing in a nutshell. It's like uh, generosity is the is um um a good foundation to begin. Um, period. I love that. I love that, and I'm craving garlic knots and fried dough. <laughs> Every time I tell that story, that's exactly where people go. They're like, like I kind of want a garlic go. knot right now. <laughs> it's so amazing. I think that it's amazing that your business started through a transition that could have left you unemployed without anything. And you pivoted and built something that not only is yourself now, how many team members do you have? There's three, uh, there's four of us all together. So three other instructors. Yeah. Wild. It's wild to see where you are basically a year from yeah. This was about a year ago, right? It's about a year ago. Yeah. We launched the digital platform in July. Um, I took a long time to actually get my shit together because I was afraid to launch. To, I didn't want it to look bad or not know how it worked. And so I kind of sat on it for a little while, figuring all that stuff out. But yeah, about, I mean, a year ago right now, we were just teaching on Instagram twice a day. I still have those old classes saved somewhere on my computer. Yeah. It's incredible. Dina. It's wild to go back. I mean, we were clapping at seven o'clock in the evening for essential workers for a long time too, if you remember. I remember that. I do remember that because you're in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I remember seeing it on your stories and it was just, it was an incredible part of that whole journey. Mm-hmm. We got to experience that stuff together. I mean, all, you know, it's so funny. I was teaching class when they announced that Joe Biden won. And like, I cried while I was teaching class. Like, you know what I mean? It's just so weird to imagine a, a year, that shift that you were just highlighting. It's a, I mean, a year can do a lot. And, you know, basically we just kept throwing the camera up and we just kept teaching classes and, you know, did did I make some mistakes along the way? Sure. And I, um, I always reserve the right to change my mind and pivot. So, you know. Um, I learned a lot in this last year too, um, about what my body can do and what my body can't do, um, about the rest, the kind of rest that I need, um, how better to serve the community. Lots of stuff, lots of growth in this last year for sure. This is incredible, Dino. Is there anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap this up? Um... I mean, yeah, here's my last piece of advice for anybody out there, because I wish someone had said this to me. Um, I was 34 when I stumbled onto accidentally something that um, was going to change my life or the trajectory of my life, which was group fitness. My my cat. (laughs) Um, And I was 34. I have a graduate degree. I didn't know what I was going to be doing. Um, So you're never too old. I'm 41 now and I'm less than two years into my own business and I don't look and feel like everyone else in the fitness industry because I am 41, but I'm not going to let that um, get in my way. And so I just, yeah, I guess that's what I want to impart on everybody is like, it's never too late to like do what you love to do. 
Thank you, Dino. That's so beautiful. I'm so grateful that you came on. My sister is going to love this. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so sweet. Well, will you please, uh, the special messages for your sister. Thank you to your sister for uh, moving with me and for enjoying it. Um, I know it's not for everybody, so that makes me feel really good that she liked it. Oh, thank you so much, Dino. Anybody is listening to this, how can we work with you? How can we find you? How can we support you? Yeah, that's awesome. That's really sweet. Um, well, um, you can find me on Instagram at um, at Dino Malvone if you want to follow my at-home shenanigans. Um, my at the salt drop on Instagram is where you can find um, a bunch of free workouts. You can find out about the team, um, all the things that we're doing um, digitally. Um, I stay pretty focused on um, keeping that updated. And um, and also, if you want to check it out, there's a link on um, both of those places to the digital platform. If you um, want to check it out, there's a free week that you get. Um, and look, I've said this before on every single um, uh, every single opportunity that I can. If the price is prohibitive for any reason, just slide into my DMs and I will work with you to make it work for you. Um, so yeah, you can find me at any and all those places and I would love to connect with you. If you um, are coming to me from here, let me know so I can um, send you some special love. Thank you, Dino. Yeah. Okay, everyone listening to this, if you're on iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe, please. If you are on Instagram, you can tag myself and you can tag Dino. Our links for our Instagram will be in the show notes. And I'm sending you all so much love. Thank you, Dino. Bye, so everybody. Welcome. Thank you. Bye.